0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Movies and a Clothesline of Wrestling. I hope I had a great week. LJH here, my partner in crime, Joey. Well, hello there. So we got a few things to cover. Um, not a lot in wrestling this week, which is a good thing for the movie fans because there's a lot going on in the world of movies. But since WWE, since excuse me, since wrestling doesn't have a lot going on, we're gonna bounce off the ropes, hit that clothesline. And and start off with some WWE news. So here we go. Alright. So to get things started, let's talk about something that's kinda of dear to me, at least with one of them. Um the Bella Army, for those of you that are in the Bella Army, it gives me great sadness to say that Brie, Bella, and Nikki Bella have officially retired.
1: Which I thought they were already retired, but because they really haven't... Other than evolution, they really haven't been around.
0: Yeah, um... Bree kind of... Um... I kind of saw Bree's coming, because yeah. she was very disappointed in herself after her giant botch with Liv Morgan. Yeah. Um... I still don't know exactly where
1: I, I, I stand on that issue,
0: but you know, accidents happen in the business. It is what it is. Um, Nikki Bella <laughs> has also decided to retire. Um, I I I think her neck has just had enough yeah. after all the surgeries and
1: yeah. I don't even think it has anything to do with just just wrestling and her life in there in general. I think this is just it.
0: <clears throat> um, she's in a different place now. She got a new boyfriend outside of WWE. So I think that makes them do with it too. But the Bella Army will live on. For those of you that love the Bella Army and would like to hear the Bellas or even see the Bellas, of course there's Toto Bellas, which he is not getting rid of. Nope. No, they're not. And then there's um, their new podcast, which is also being launched, I believe, on Anchor. So they'll be on Spotify. They'll be on Overcast. Um, they, have a, they have a coming soon video. I'll give you video. They have a coming soon um, podcast, if you will. It's just strictly called The Bellas. Go check it out. I'm going to check it out. Just curious what they talk about. Maybe, you know, they might talk a lot about, about uh, their clothing line, Birdie, and other things. So, Bellas, if you're listening, thank you for the great years. Thank you for the memories that you have made. And, um,. You guys will be missed. And hopefully you'll come back in and out every now and then. Yep. Should
1: we welcome them to anchor too?
0: I'm not sure if they're exactly anchor, but if you guys are on anchor, we welcome you to anchor as well. But moving on, in some news that I saw coming. And normally when they first announce when they announce the Hall of Fame, and usually when they when they announce the Warrior Award, it's usually the last thing announced on their list of the Hall of Fame. Yeah, they always wait till the end. And but they they threw us for a swerve. They threw it right in the middle, and I was like, they can't um, be done already. Bret Hart, Jim Neandro Nyhard, and the British Bulldog. I I want to say yes, but I I've only
1: ever seen pictures with just the first two.
0: Um. The Hart Foundation will be inducted into this year's WWE Hall of Fame, which will now mark two people to be inducted, if you will, this year that are two-time Hall of Famers, which will be Bret Hart and Booker T. Um, Congratulations to all of them. Although, I do want to get something off my chest because it's about time. And I don't know if she listens to podcasts or not, but you know what? Hey, I have nothing to lose. To the wife of a certain heart member. It's time to get your head out of your ass. Let your husband be honored. We want to see Owen in.
1: See, now I'm, I'm wondering if, if they're, even, they're going to gloss right over him. Because it's happened.
0: Yeah, they need to... They need to let it... They need. She needs to let Owen be honored. The wrestling fans deserve it. We love Owen. What happened was a tragedy. But, you know, it is... What it is, you know, um, I and I'm not you. saying I don't love you, who uh, Owen Hart's wife, but you know, you gotta let bygones be bygones at one point. Yeah. But congratulations to the three members of the Hart Foundation that are getting the WWE Hall of Fame. Also, what I've been saying from day one. Discuss some quick WrestleMania news for those of you that do not know yet. Um closing WrestleMania, the main event. The one that you'll see right before that WWE copyright logo goes up. It'll be Becky Charlotte and Ronda Rousey closing WrestleMania. First time ever women. Now to me, I'm excited.
1: I'm very excited. This is this is history. Yeah, they def- the first time in WrestleMania history that women are going to close the show.
0: They definitely deserve it.
1: Which makes you ask a whole bunch of questions and then start going back to the the WrestleMania and go, wait, really?
0: Yeah. It's really happening. The Women's Evolution um, has definitely come full circle. And, you know, it started with AJ Lee. It transitioned with Paige. And everything just trend circled. And you know what? They should be very proud of what the Women's Division has become. Mm -hmm. So, I want to say good luck to Charlotte, Becky, and Ronda. We know it's going to be a hell of a match. And I'm excited to see you guys close the show. Go Becky. Agree or disagree. I say go Charlotte. We'll see what happens in the end. And... AEW. Now, AEW just had a press conference or like a Comic Con thing in Chicago.
1: With the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. Yeah,
0: and when those guys get together... Things keyboard. accidentally things accidentally get leaked, things things are said that are not supposed to be said right it's away. Like when
1: you, it's like when you put when you put Jeffrey D. Morgan on a stage in front of a whole bunch of people and he accidentally tells them about his, his baby that he's not supposed to tell people about or or the name <laughs> or who accidentally dies.
0: <laughs> right. So not intentionally, um, they got out of a conversation about the last all in and Kenny had said that, hey, I wasn't on that show. But uh, they accidentally announced all into, and which then Omega um made a comment as they were saying, "It's like oh we're doing this now." This was supposed to close the show. But, yeah. <laughs> so this
1: was, it was uh, one of the one of the, uh, the box. I'll say Jackson. Jackson.
0: So all into is happening in Chicago. More information on it when we get it. Um, it is announced. It's gonna be a great show. If, like if it's any like anything like the Whether other all. Whether it's
1: supposed late. to be announced or not is you know. <laughs>
0: So, that's awesome news. Um, In other news, before we close out the wrestling... They announced Allie from Impact is going to AEW. I did see that. Allie from Impact is also going to um, AEW.
1: Now, who's Rosemary going to fight with?
0: She'll do big things there as well. (laughs) But uh, to close things out, Sting has made an announcement that if he were to come out of retirement... Um, it will be against the Undertaker, but it's not looking like it'll be at Mania, Joey. He's thinking, um, one of the upcoming Saudi Arabia shows.
1: They could they could definitely do that. I mean I thought Sting was completely and totally retired.
0: Um, it won't be May most likely it won't be the May show. If it is done, it'll be more of the November show.
1: But then again, as we've as we've learned, thanks to Cesaro card is subject to change.
0: This is true. Um so We wish thing on luck on that. We hope that gets put in play. How many times
1: has Ric Flair retired now?
0: (laughs) Well, this will be Kurt Angle's second time, to be fair. Yes, I mean, he did a farewell tour in TNA. Hey, he's going to the Hall of Fame this year. I think this is a perfect time to... to Kurt? Yeah. Kurt's already in the Hall of Fame. Not the
1: Hall of Fame. The WrestleMania, he's retired.
0: Yeah. Hopefully, it's his only retirement. Yeah. We shall see. But... In my opinion, WrestleMania is going to be a uh, a pretty good card. I'm. It's getting closer. It's, We're two weeks away today.
1: It's gonna be like eight hours long. They said.
0: Um, I think the final thing was seven hours. Yeah, it's like seven or eight. But, but they're still getting things together. There's only ten matches in that so far. In the end, I think they wanna I think they said it'll be a total of fourteen. Or, or 17 they're still I, working on it
1: I may take the uh, majority of the crowd here you know just based on this is it wrong that I am more excited to see Adam Cole versus Gargano for the NXT title in the two out of three fold match than I am about some of Wrestlemania
0: see I'm biased I want to see that match as well but I'm getting to see something that I've always dreamed of seeing and guys you're going to think it's stupid but I've always wanted to see Shane wrestle live And I'm excited for Shane and Miz.
1: I wish they were doing takeover in in, uh, MetLife, because then I would definitely go.
0: Yeah, they should have opened the I've been saying this from day one. They should have opened the ISA Center for one night to do do, do, do takeover and just pay some employees. But it is what it is. But, you know, that's pretty much it for the wrestling right now. So we're going to get in that director's chair. Look at that big screen. Because we got movie news to cover.
1: And it's a whole lot of it.
0: Alright, so let's get started with our first thing here. Kevin Smith has announced, as we already know, the Janet Bob reboot is upon us. Now, last week we talked about Shan Elizabeth came back to the cast. Yes. This week... He took pictures and said they're here and they're set. Jason Biggs and James Vanderbeek are returning to Jameson Bob Reboot. Yeah, what just...
1: are your thoughts? I- I'm glad we're getting we're getting a lot of returns because some movies just you you have to rely on, on characters coming back.
0: You do, which I completely agree with.
1: You know, I mean if you don't bring back certain characters it almost feels like there's a space
0: missing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um you know it is a reboot. I don't know if the word reboot means reboot. I think it means reboot as far as kinda like they did with TV's the Connors. Yes. Where it's not com- completely redone. It is a sequel. But it just sequel hasn't to been a re- sequel. Yeah, it like just that. hasn't been done in a while. Uh I'm still very excited for that. And I still wish him the best of luck, yeah. and I wanted the movie to be awesome. So, Kevin Smith, keep doing what you do, man. You got a fan base. We all love you. Um, next, let's talk about a certain director who has put, who put the Batman legacy back on the map. Christopher Nolan. Yes. Um, if you will, has decided to take on the Green Lantern. Run. <laughs> now, the Green Lantern didn't go all that well the first time. Have you ever seen the the, the credits for Deadpool Two? I have seen the credits for Deadpool Two. We fixed it. We no longer have to worry about it. <laughs> but I do think that Christopher Nolan could give us a different touch and on it and make it better. I, I I'm willing to give anybody a chance. You know. I mean, what he did for the Batman series was phenomenal, and maybe what we do need is for the Green Lantern to be a little darker. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds basically played Deadpool as Green Lantern.
1: Yeah. And and the worst part is, I didn't hate the Green Lantern movie until years later when I realized.
0: Yeah. yeah. It, it just, it wasn't meant for him. Yeah. He was always meant to be Deadpool. So, um.
1: Hey, as long as they don't sew his mouth shut in this one, too, we'll be alright.
0: Yeah. I just I I want to see where they take Green Lantern with Christopher Nolan aboard, so we'll have more of that for you. But I'm excited for it. I Christopher Nolan does great things, always does. And sticking with Marvel, that's DC. Yes, sticking with the comic genre. Joey was very nice to um.
1: Make sure you say the right thing. (laughs)
0: Let the comic families come after you. Um. (laughs) This is kind of disappointing. I understand why it takes so long to film it, but at the same time, Guardians 3 will not even start shooting till 2021. Well, to be fair, without spoiling anything, there's a giant
1: plot hole they need to sum up first before they can even start filming that movie. Because otherwise, everybody's going to be lost.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. Plus, James Gunn being a little busy on the other side of the comic book world with uh, the Suicide Squad. Kind of puts a donor in things. Um, but everybody seems to be returning. At least he's back. And, yes, James Gunn definitely needs to be back. And, and that's, uh, that's pretty, you know... So, slowly but surely, Guardians will be happening. So, as we move on, um, the first two movies, what this next one I'm about to talk about? First one, awesome. Second one, good. But depending on who you get to talk to, now I was a fan of both. I don't know why I was a fan of both. But I'm talking about Mortal Kombat. Mm. Um... Mortal Kombat is getting a complete reboot. Completely, re- by reboot with this one, I mean completely redone.
1: Yeah, from the ground up. Yeah. See,
0: I, the, with the movies, it really depends on who you ask. You know, I mean... I mean, I love the I, first Mortal Kombat.
1: I watched them. I, I don't know. I hated the way Scorpion was done.
0: You but know, were I, you a fan
1: of Annihilation? I was in the middle on that one. I was, wasn't really sure how I felt.
0: Yeah. Um. I do wish the original Sonya was in the un- annihilation. I do think that would have been better.
1: And as much as I love Ronda Rousey, I I don't think she would fit an on-screen Sonya. Right. Uh, Sonya have has to... a a. T- it's not so much. It's it's a look that she has, and I I'm not saying that Ronda didn't do well for the voicing. But when you think of Sonya Blade, you don't think of Ronda Rousey.
0: Right. Um. Again, I'm willing to get the reboot a shot. Yes.
1: I mean, at this <coughs> point, you're, you're go big or go home at this point. Because if you if you botch this one, you're done.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's only so many times you can reboot a franchise.
1: It's kind of like the Punisher movie franchise. Yeah. Or, you or, can or, only or, mess it up so many times. Or
0: Spider-Man. Yes. Which I think they finally do have right with this kid. Mm-hmm. But sticking with Mortal Kombat, you know, you, you just... you got to give it the same... We have to have the same badass feeling that we had with the first film. Yes. And I definitely think they have to stick to the whole Liu Kang and Shang Tsung... Um, blood feud, yeah. Blood feud, as far as Shang Sun killed his brother. That has to be in there.
1: But here's the thing. You could even build the movie on the hatred that Scorpion and Sub-Zero
0: have for each other. You could. You know. It's going to a spin-off movie or something. Yes,
1: but that's the thing. The hardest part about making a movie like this is the loyal fan base that you have built around it. Because if you piss off the fans, nobody's going to care.
0: Yeah. You know, Mortal Kombat is one of those that's, franchises that's, that have become a cult following, especially now that's with Mortal you, Kombat 11 coming out on all the consoles. Yeah. Everything's finally put into play the way it's supposed to be.
1: Yes. If, you're, if they, they do it right, you can market the game with the movie, you know? <laughs> and that's the thing. The hardest part about making video game movies is you have to satisfy a fan base while also satisfying the moviegoers, and the, unfortunately, the fan base tends to be the bigger group. So if the fan base isn't happy, they're gonna jump on, they're gonna write something, and, yeah. and the moviegoers are gonna go, nope, it's garbage. I'll give it a prime example of that
0: not doing well with Silent Hill. Yes. Um. I didn't hate the first movie. I didn't hate it either, but it definitely didn't stick to the script. No, as the first Resident Evil didn't. No, the first Resident Evil picked it up later. Yeah, but I will. I will say this... I mean picked it, the movie I, franchise picked it up I later. I tend
1: to. I tend to get. I tend to get a whole lot of heat for this with 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 Resident Evil fans. I didn't hate Apocalypse because it was close enough to the to Resident Evil
0: Three. Is that the scene? Is that the one when Negan? Not Negan. Excuse me, not Negan. Wesker. Um. Is it is with the lava scene? he finally throws the glasses. Nope, that is that would be later in extinction. What I'm that talking about was is when the
1: Nemesis showed up.
0: Yes, at the police okay. Station,
1: look, they had that was probably until they revealed that it was a person turned into a monster. They had something there, you know. Although Nemesis chasing Alice and not Jill made no sense whatsoever, but. It is what it is.
0: But that series is also getting redone, I hear. They're going to
1: try to redo it. They're going to try, yes. They actually tried to get a TV series off the ground, but nobody
0: would take it. Well, Mortal Kombat, Resident Evil, these are movies that we'd love to see be done. Hopefully it will be. You know. And I think...
1: You've played the first Resident Evil. Could you have not turned that into a movie?
0: Oh, yeah. Mystery of the Whole Museum and stuff?
1: Yeah, the whole house being... You could even cut some of it, like... Like, I get it, sharks in the basement. That's kind of strange. Giant plant trying right. to kill. That's weird. But you could still run the whole story. Through the mansion. Yeah. All the way to the laboratory and... I begun.
0: mean, it won't be the first time one movie took place just in one area. I mean, yeah. I mean, listen, we have Phone Booth. Yes. Just saying. And that is not a terrible movie either. <laughs> I actually like that movie. It is not. Um, it is not. It was actually a really, really good movie. Um, I watched it like two weeks ago. It was on. I was like, oh, I like this one. Now, movie. <laughs> um, moving on. Comic books. Um, I believe it was DC that made this movie. Joey saw us check it out. He's going to, and he's going to give me his review on uh, the originals because it's something that I do We Joey would love, so you do have to find these movies. I'm a fan of them. Uh, the Toxic Avenger is getting a reboot, which I think it needs. They're cult classic movies. It's about a nerdy kid who basically gets beat up and picked on and one day he's pushed into a toxic goo that makes him a superhero. Where he becomes badass. Isn't this like the premise of Daredevil? It's sort of, but it's a lot darker, bloodier. Believe me, it was the first three were done cheesy, but you'll love them. So like... Like actual superhero or like Dark Man? Actual superhero, but basically decapitates his opponent, um, his his enemies. Um, for those of you that are wondering, well, where can I find Toxic Avenger movies to go see them? Um, if you have an Xbox One, if you have a Roku, I do believe the first one is available on Crackle.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'll look. Or, um, I hate to promote this, but hey, if you have Cody, we're all doing it. Check on Cody.
1: Everybody's doing it.
0: <laughs> you know. You can def- I, won't
1: even, I can't even lie about it.
0: You'll definitely find it on Cody. There's no doubt about it. Um, gonna,
1: anyway. We could segue about comments and decapitation right now if you'd like. Real quick I can sneak it right in there. Let's, without
0: ruining it for anybody. Let's move on. Um, let's de- talk about a movie that's almost 30 years to make it between the two of them. Um Keanu Reeves is taking a step back from being, being John, John Wick um, <laughs> and shooting everybody. And shooting everybody to basically his roots. The movie that kinda of put him on a map and started him. He's getting back in time ta- he's going back in time. In the famous phone booth with Alex Winter. And Bill and Ted 3, which is called Bill and Ted Face the Music, um, is shooting this summer for a release date of 2020 summer release. Now, the only thing I've wrote about this is,
1: from what I've been told, supposedly the premise of the movie is what happens when Bill and Ted have been
0: playing music for years and still haven't achieved right. that future dream. Yep and um there will be a giant tribute to Rufus. They have decided not to recast Rufus due to um respect to the late George Carlton.
1: Carlin, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um but don't worry. Uh the Grim Reaper will return. Oh my god, that's going to be great. Um along with Station, which I was a little iffy about. Um Station will not be played by the same person, however. Uh, the uh the actor that had that played station, um, he's a great friend of mine on Facebook. Um his name is E. G. Gale. E. G. Gale has been long set retired. Yeah. Um they will be recasting Station or might even digitalize them this time I believe.
1: At this point the digital the digital stuff is much better now
0: than right. it was then. Um so uh, that looks like it'll be pretty good as well. Um, I'm excited for the the Bill and Ted um sequel. Yeah, it was it's long overdue, and I do believe that they're the right age now. If they're going to be older, this is the time to do it. Yes, this
1: is this is the time to capitalize on it. Even okay. if
0: they have kids, yeah. this is a good time to say, hey, our kids are going to go through time now and do what we did. Yeah, and they can make feed off. They can feed movies off of them. Essentially, it is time to cash in money in the bank. It is time to slam
1: that briefcase into the ref's hands. Because you can't wait forever.
0: Yeah, Bill and Ted um, has a great following. My favorite Bill and Ted personally, I don't know how you feel, Joey, but my favorite one was Bogus Journey. Does like the first one better? I thought the Grim Reaper character was hysterical.
1: Oh, the Grim Reaper was hysterical. I thought it was hysterical when he goes, do you want to deal with my keys? No. He goes, remind me to hide these keys later. <laughs> and they break out of jail.
0: I just like that one scene. It's like, how do we beat up two bad robot usses? Duh, we make good robot sis. And they were so cheesy, but
1: they were so badass and beat the other they ones up. Because the, they went to the hardware store and just bought a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> it worked out so great. And then, then, then in the end, they, they literally took all the time to learn how to play and then traveled back so they could play the, co- the concert.
0: And then the Grim Reaper just when he rapped, and we were playing them. And then we were doing all the challenges, and he had to play yeah. battle, um, and battleship, just, and Twister. And it was just great.
1: My only question is, because Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey has an established after, like an epilogue, where they were showing the newspapers about the Grim Reaper leaving the band and all that other stuff. So how will that factor into the next movie? Because they're gonna, you're gonna have to make another movie without breaking the lore now. That's true. It is something game, game developers and movie developers struggle just as
0: like. Hopefully they thought about that. Now, moving on to some box office news. And the reason why we're doing this is because... um, It's a little shocking. It is. um, The movie Us. Which I have yet to see,
1: but unfortunately my horror movie partner is now working overnights... So it's very hard for me to
0: go by myself. And I do want to see it as well. I just haven't gotten there yet. But it took in an impressive $70.2 this week, bumping Captain Marvel down to two. Okay,
1: am I the only one who really thought that that's exactly what was going to happen?
0: I thought it'd be up up there. I thought it'd be number two. But then again, this director has gotten a lot of attention since he did get out.
1: I will say that I thought the marketing for it was perfect. Yes. Because they kind of just... It wasn't so much that they, they kind of let it speak for itself, but they let one trailer speak for itself. And I never saw any trailers outside of the movies until the movie came out. Like
0: Yeah, no, it, they did a great job with marketing it. An impressive $70.2 million. However, don't sell Captain Marvel short. Because this week... um. It still managed to do a hundred million, yeah, which put him out a total gross of three hundred and twenty-one million overall. Now it's not near Avengers numbers yet, no, but it's it, it, it may do it. I'm personally trying to still figure out how I feel about Captain Marvel because I know the real like story behind Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. where basically they. Basically, for those of you that follow the... Com- if you follow comics, then you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, then I understand. Basically, Shazam is Captain Marvel. But they decided to split them in half and make Captain Marvel her, her, their own character. And they made her a female, which I'm okay with. And you know how I feel about Shazam.
1: Now, Shazam, I think there's an advanced screening this week, right?
0: Yeah, Um see have you know, the box office of that. See if it bumps Captain Marvel. I am,
1: down. I am gonna try to get there on Friday to see at least that, just so I have something to review.
0: And like I said, I don't know how really free much is Captain Marvel. I will give a shot to. I just again so as yeah. just doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't appeal to me. I think it's too I've, silly. I've,
1: I feel like I'm gonna be walking there trying to be a little more scientific than I am just going to see the movie. You know.
0: The next movie on the list that um, I thought it would do more well than it did is Wonder Park.
1: Yeah, see, I just I felt when I was watching the trailer for it, I was kind of like, this didn't, it didn't make me feel like I needed to run out and see it with with my kids. You know? Yeah. Um, it was kind of like a okay, we put a bunch of cartoon characters in a fake.
0: My daughter wants to see it, um, and I'm going to give her a shot, but it only did it did eight million the first week. Which normally
1: doesn't bode well for kids movies. Right. When it comes to that, they you get a little bit of a a bump the following week because you know there's school and whatnot.
0: It entered um its second week and made a little bit more money and right now it's got a total gross of twenty nine point four mil.
1: Which I can tell not, you right now is essentially the plane.
0: Yeah. Coming down. Like, not. Not terrible. But the numbers for what I need to pick up.
1: Yeah, it's it's got a. Every movie has a budget, and if they don't break that budget, then they consider the movie a failure. And it may not be. Some, movies, some cult classics are just disa- box
0: office disasters. That's the truth. So, I mean... Um, going back to it, Bill and Ted. Mm-hmm. Disasters in the box office. Exactly. But and made it, up for it later. Exactly. Now, this next movie um, stars Cole Sprouse. Now, I'm normally not for these movies, but... It's not my thing either. It's not my thing, but I understand why it made the money it did. It could have done better, but that's five feet apart.
1: You know, when I was watching the trailer for that, you know, nothing about it grabbed me. Like, I didn't feel like, oh, I gotta go see this movie. It, it really didn't... It didn't really reach out to me. I mean, granted, it's not my type of movie, but, you know, I've gone off and seen movies just for the hell of it. Right, um... <laughs> this just didn't seem like I needed to see it. I mean, it...
0: For its first run... Yeah. Um, I believe it's the second week that it's out. 26.4 million, not bad. But I'm one of those people that when I looked at the trailer, I'd be like, okay, I, I saw this already. Yeah. And I don't mean saw it as in like, hey, I went to theaters and saw it and like, I saw this plot already. Um, not so much like... Um, as a matter of fact, um... The way that I thought that I saw it... Um, there was a TV series on Fox. Yes. Um, that came out um, a couple years ago... Where all the kids were sick in a hospital. And, um... I can't think of the name of the series. It starred, um... The girl from Big Time Rush. Uh, I, about, I can't think of the name either. We're gonna, um... Try and look it up for you. But, however... It kind of reminded me of that. And it reminded me of, um... And it reminded me kind of of a walk to remember. Yeah. Um, The whole walk to remember thing, you know, has happened already. You're like, you, you know, don't fall in love with me. There's personal reasons why.
1: Yeah.
0: And I just feel like, you know, these movies are good, you know. I understand that every, uh...
1: Like, couples movies. Or right.
0: Or, you know, for that teenage girl that needs that good cry after breaking up with her boyfriend or something.
1: Yeah, like, this was a kid's... This was a kid's date night movie. Like, it was just kind of something on mutual ground. I didn't know
0: Okay, the, I just looked the show up. The show that I was talking about, um... That kind of remember, is The Red Band Society. Not oh, I've never
1: even heard of that.
0: I just um, knew of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was... It was a decent show, and, um... I do think a lot of the fan base of The Red Man Society will like that movie because I do believe that that's kind of what it it, it was going for. Um, I did like The Red Man Society, but if I do see this movie, it will be more of a DVD-type yeah. thing, you know? Which... Weird. You know, just, it is what it is. Yeah, it's just kind of like it's
1: it's that middle ground where... yeah you want to see it, you want to see it. You don't, you don't. It's not like a
0: Um, reach out and grab you. Moving on, you might find this interesting. Somehow wrestling always manages to get into our news no matter what. Yeah. WWE Films has announced a new 12 rounds. Another one? They did. But here's what gets interesting. The star of this 12 rounds that they have in mind... Um, is not who you th- expect it to be. It's not
1: like Maurice, is it? It's Charlotte. I see, well, no, because
0: she's—I could have sworn she's done something. Charlotte has not yet. Um, I'm okay with it. I yeah, think we I... need a female, um, person. Yes. Although the last twelve rounds, if you haven't seen it, not only is it great, it's hysterical. Dean, Dean Ambrose, Ambrose was awesome.
1: Oh, he was perfect for that. I don't know why they didn't put him in another one. He was perfect. And the funny part is that the whole time you're a wrestling fan, you're like, "That's Ambrose. That's Ambrose. That's Ambrose." Oh, he's so Ambrose right now.
0: Yeah, I. It, it was like Dean Ambrose like met McCain. It was yeah. like um, I am assuming not McCain. Uh, John McClane. Yeah, it was hysterical. Like uh, the
1: Joker was a cop.
0: <laughs> right. So good. Um, but
1: I think Charlotte going to the franchise would be kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not going to say... It, it, she wasn't terrible when Summer Rae crossed over into the Marine. Or Which, Becky Lynch. Yes. She, they were not terrible. No, they were not. Which, in, in the case of Summer Rae, maybe acting was the better choice.
0: Uh, I liked Summer Rae, but... You know, if we're sticking with WWE films for a second here, there's movies that still haven't come out yet. Like the Seth Rollins movie, Temple. It's yeah. filmed. What happened to that? <laughs> They're waiting to cash in on the Beast Slayer thing.
1: He slayed a beast, now he'll slay a temple. <laughs> <laughs> or even R. True with the Blood Buddies. It's filmed, but nothing happened to him. <laughs> sometimes I wonder when I look at movies and, and all forms of media, just how much stuff we never, ever get to see. But yet... How much cutting room stuff we've, that people have never seen, that only the
0: directors and the people in that movie will have ever seen. Yeah. But yet, The Miz... Manages this to film every Marine. I'm not going to lie. I like the DiBiase one. I The DiBiase the, the is the only one that's actually based off true events. Yes. That's what made the DiBiase the one so good. It was true events. And where's the DiBiase now? In his hometown um, leading a camp troop. Hey. <laughs> but yeah. hey. It's better than being, you know, not on TV. <laughs> This is also true, but uh, that's gonna do it. Do you want me to go back to my segue? All right. Before we go, we were gonna go. Joey, um, want we normally don't talk about TV, but Joey has to get off his chest, so I'm gonna give it to Joey, and he wants to talk about The Walking Dead here for a second. Okay.
1: I'm not gonna spoil this for you because you guys have to see it yourselves. I just, I just want to get this over because I gotta talk about it. It's driving me crazy. So. Without giving away too much, they killed off ten people last night. Oof.
0: And that's rough for an hour show.
1: Yes. The show episode was 85 minutes. And, um, well, a lot of them were throwaways. You know, people they brought in for a couple episodes. But there is one specific person. I'm going to be, you know, gender neutral here because I'm not ruining it for somebody. It is somebody I have met, and they are very sweet and very nice, and unfortunately, they're gone. When... When you watch the episode, it'll be the second to last person they reveal. I wish her nothing but the best. She is... I just ruined it.
0: <laughs> you didn't. You only well, said really. she, It could be anybody. It, it yes. could be anybody. It could. But
1: this per- I've, I've, I've met her. She's a sweetheart. I'm very sad. It was kind of like maybe six throwaways and three that you'd actually be upset about. Or seven throwaways. But the way that this episode is shot when they explain things at the end. It just it touches you. It really does. You know, what this I I haven't really cared about a character since they killed off Beth, season five. Or Merle. You know, oh to be fair, Michael Rooker is just a great human being. He's the best.
0: Listen, I, I, I still find it hysterical watching back the footage when they slammed uh Glenn. Yeah, to be fair,
1: ever <laughs> Okay. <laughs> So, people who have been listening to this podcast know that I'm a pro Negan guy. Right. So, when he, Me too. When he killed Glenn and Abraham, I was hysterical. <laughs> I have never had so many people hate me for, for like, <laughs> such a long period of time. And I would walk into work and walk right to, right to the meat department and there'd be ground beef and they'd like, hey, it looks like Glenn. And these people would scream
0: at me. Well, the funny part about it is they almost threw you off as if, hey, we're keeping Glenn alive and they did it to Abraham. Yes, not and, expecting two people to go. And it's
1: not a popular opinion, but I'm gonna say it, and I don't care who says anything. Daryl killed Glenn.
0: I do agree with that. Daryl got Daryl got out of line. Mm-hmm. If he
1: hadn't hit him, and I will also say this: after you watch this episode on Sunday, I want you to remember one thing. Negan killed two people with a baseball bat. When you see what the Whisperers did, I want you to remember it. Because it's nothing compared to what Negan ever did. And I will even say that they are worse than the governor was. And the governor was just killing people just because he it was could. a thing to do. Yeah, He was shooting his own people at one point. And that's the thing. This person entered the show in season four. It was kind of a throwaway character. Nobody really cared. And then they started... She started getting more of a, a role in the right. last two seasons. And now
0: she's gone. So I wish her nothing but the yeah, best And all those people. When you have shows like that, you know, they have to do what they have to do to move things on.
1: And what was funny was is when, when I had seen the list a couple days before, so I knew who it would be. And I thought, this is a throwaway list. It wasn't until I actually saw it that it touched me. So, December is going to be very, very sad for me when I run into her because I'm going to have to not cry. But uh, and also, can we give a thumbs up to to Ryan Hurst being beta because he is like the best.
0: There you go. <laughs> um, but that's gonna do it. Yeah, we're. I could go on about nah. the Walking Dead. Like,
1: um, is, this is a movies and wrestling channel, and you know, we we have to stay as
0: as far as we can those do some TV kind of, every now and then. Yeah. The TV show you want to cover, you know, you let us know. Um, we'll yeah. try to do it. If you want to start, you want us to start a Walking Dead section. I will totally start a Walking Dead <laughs> section. Um
1: you know we got one episode left, which for Walking Dead is rare that they kill off so many people in a regular episode, let alone a, a series. A, an episode, a finale, because next week is the finale, not this week. You know, which I'm still not convinced they're not going to kill more people next week because well, Walking Dead and Game of Thrones have that in common. They like to get you do. behind people and then they just stab you in the
0: heart. But I want to say. Thank you to you guys. I I can't say that enough. I say it a lot in each um in each episode. But without you guys, this isn't possible. Yeah, we wouldn't be here if you didn't come for us. So thank you. Um I'm signing out. LJH out. And of course, I'm Negan, and I will see you later. And thank you guys again. LJH and Joey out.